I am an individual existing in this world of lust, love, and luck, consistently cohabitating in society with the eclectic, the simple, and the unbothered. I am a new form of a renaissance man, steadily becoming a polymath. I am a being of balance. For example, I am a creative but organized, emotional but logical. I aspire to change the world with me simply being me. I hope I inspire you to join me on this journey of introspection and progression. Like the old saying, there is always room for improvement. I plan to grow myself into the best king I can be, giving you words of positivity and perspective that enlightens or just to marinate in your mind. This is simply king. Welcome to the Simply King Podcast. Man, 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 this thing has been, you know, in the process for quite some time now. I am Rodney Perry, King. Um, I guess, you know, I guess I can, you know, inform you on exactly what's going through your ears right now and who is going through your ears right now. Um, I, you know, I don't call myself king because I'm, you know, I call myself the self-proclaimed ruler of something, but it's more of a, a mindset. King is, is something that I believe everyone should see themselves as, see yourself as royalty, see yourself as a regal figure, uphold yourself to that standard and don't see yourself to, to be anything lower than that. And increase in having that mindset will never allow anyone to feel that they have some authority over you, some type of power over you. So claim your throne, be what you are, be be kings and queens and be all of what you know you can be. And if you don't know you could be that, then we'll just have to find and show it to you, all of the potential that you have. But this isn't, you know, a motivational moment or nothing like that just yet. Um, today is, you know, a great day great Sunday. I hope everyone is doing great. Um, today, I want to talk about the black aesthetic. The black aesthetic is very, 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 very crucial, crucial topic within the black culture. The reason why I wanted to speak on this first is because I wanted to, you know, start, I guess, outside and then go in with my topic. So I just, you know, go with something that everyone can relate to and everyone may not even understand or think about during the day but it's something that we have to deal with on the day-to-day all right all right so the first thing I want to I want to talk you know on several different points you know you know the history and significance going to talk about the misconceptions going to talk about you know the psychological damage of it all and give you an action challenge and you know all of those different things the music that you hear in the background of my voice right now, you know, comes from a various of, of ways. Uh, my boy Adrian Ford had hooked me up with his whole project, 
shout out to him for that you can go to producedby4.com to if you want to listen to the rest of the project in full without my voice you know being over it but um i'm definitely going to give y'all you know a good little you know sample of listens you know for his new project um but how about you know how about i do that now and we'll come right back and we're going to dive right into this good old good old good old information First off, for the people who don't know me, I am uh, a black man with locks going all the way down my back, you know. And I've always, you know, been very, very, uh, how can I say, um, stern about having them. I've always, you know, stood up for them. Majority of the time, I've had them after about six years. And it's interesting, you know, just when you go out into the world, just, you know, the reactions you get. And I know, you know, I'm not the only one when it comes to, you know, natural black hair, you know, natural black hair is just a whole thing. And, you know, and sometimes you wonder, like, why this is, why, you know, why do people have so many questions? Why are people so intrigued? Why is, you know, why is this even a topic of discussion for you to talk about my hair? Why is it so big? You know, why is it seen as you know, unprofessional within the workforce. Why is it seen as, you know, something that's, you know, messy, something that's, you know, too much to handle, all these different things. And that's exactly, exactly why I chose to talk about this topic and really, you know, go in and research. Now, some of the things I'm gonna say, you know, might ruffle some feathers, might make some folks real uncomfortable, might make them really upset with me, but I just, I'm putting this information out because I believe everyone needs to hear this. Everyone, you know, is very, very, very enlightening. As well as, what can we do? We have to keep, you know, researching and learning about ourselves and we can't get upset if, you know, if what we learn about ourselves, we've been doing the opposite all of our lives or we've been contributing to something that we really, you know, didn't know we were contributing to. You know, you know uh, old, what, uh, Egyptian or Kometan, saying is not that ignorance is bliss but ignorance is evil because you know if there is a question there is an answer so we have to just go out there and actually look for the answers and actually be conscious and that's the thing a lot of us just aren't conscious if we were conscious then we may just find some of these things that we actually need to find but um keep it moving on i'm gonna first dive in and actually talk about one thing I came across was that in ancient Egypt, I feel that the, the significance of how we now in present day, you know, love, you know, I'm, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick with the women first, how a lot of women, you know, love to straighten their hair and, you know, do a lot of different things to their hair when it comes to color, when it comes to, you know, actually applying, you know, other person's hair, wearing wigs, braids, all these different things, the, all these different fads. Of course, as a lot of people already know, some may have not. All these things come from, you know, Africa. You know, certain certain styles and certain, 
you know, practices of certain, you know, trends or creating certain, you know, geographical areas of Africa, different, you know, you know, countries specifically. But in general, that's where all of the trends will be at. Nothing is new under the sun. Trust and believe. You believe you came up with this new style of doing, you know, kinky twist and this and that. Trust and believe it's been out for thousands of years. I'm sorry, you know, if I hurt your business, but it's the truth. But I'm gonna tell you what I came across. It's significantly, there has been so many different findings of, you know, different utensils and different tools that have, you know, hair follicles, DNA of hair follicles from thousands of years old found on them, you know, distinguishing that these items were used on hair. Such things as combs, high combs, um, these basically these stone or iron plates that were used to actually flatten the hair. So flat irons are even an ancient old product. High combs are an ancient old product. Straightening the practice of straightening the hair isn't a new thing. And that's and that's a really that's a really deep misconception. The misconception of, you know, I believe there definitely are people who, you know, unknowingly want to be unknowingly and knowingly want to be, you know, more, I guess, have more European look, brighter hair, brighter skin, you know, straighter hair. But there are, you know, there is, you know, a trend within black people. We actually started a lot of different things if you didn't if you didn't know but I'm gonna inform you steadily slowly but surely that we definitely were straightening our hair thousands and thousands of years ago because it was a trend if everyone's hair is kinky if everyone's hair is matted what is something new to step out and make yourself different because we we've always been about the aesthetics we've always been about the way we looked the way certain things are of course you know we were more so about the purpose of those things things have more meaning and we place meaning on everything but still in all we still wanted that individuality individuality still had some place within society in various forms um essentially uh another great piece of information i found you know that's ancient this ancient past so you know if any anyone comes and questions you about you know you straightening your hair you placing you know wigs and weaves and all these different things in your hair try to tell them this is something that's been going on long before so i'm not perpetrating i'm not doing this and that so ladies i'm on your side i did the research i understand now i'm with you when you tell me that you got this weave in and you saying i don't understand what's up with me and thinking that weave is so bad and this and that I, I like my it's my hair i pay for you know what baby it is and you be proud of that because you're doing something that's been been done for thousands of years so you just doing you baby keep doing you boo boo but the thing about it all is, is that we have to you know understand that this we're doing this for us we're doing this for our own individuality we're doing this all for the way we want to do things and because it's a part of our culture Never think that this is a trend or something you got from something else. Trust and believe. Everything started with us. Don't ever, ever think that it started anywhere else. It all began with us. Braids, locks, twists, straightening of hair, you know, the maddening, the matted hair, all these different things. All these different things are started and began with the black people, the darker people. But um, to even um, go even deeper into significance, I want you to understand how serious, very, very serious it is 
when it comes to our look because that's you know that's just hair but our black skin is one thing that we are forever forever troubled with but it's something that's so so significant within history you know if you you know seen different documentaries and have read certain you know different documents about you know proof of you know black blacks in antiquity you understand that we've always been very 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 proud people and we've told our stories as accurate as possible and being so that we were you know those record keeping type of people when we came up with the the scribes and actually coming up with systems on how to keep records this is why you know so many things have been you know done to actually you know deframe us of our gloriousness um wiping out our history or we trying to rewrite it or kind of skew the story and a lot of different you know a lot of different historians and hopefully one day i'll you know be able to see these things for myself but there are a lot of different historians who you know visit these different significant places such as egypt specifically tell you that you know all these paintings on the walls or you know they've witnessed you know them going in and actually taking you know the metal ledger out of the walls from these paintings where which was definitely black before making it more of a tan hue of great misconception because it's always you know those images that can you know ingrain in our minds interesting fun fact about that is in our honesty the reason why the hieroglyphic language is the way it is is because we we retain images before way way better than we retain words words are you know are too fragmented they're you know very very they're very hard to retain unless you see them in a more repetitious matter while images you may be able to actually describe what you're thinking about but you can't even name it because you can't remember the word but you'll be able to sit here and be like i know it's red it's blue it's big and this and that but you don't even remember what the name of it is so we're very you know image-based people when it comes to just the way we retain things so when it comes to the language of uh, ancient Tibetans or Egyptians they basically chose that so it can retain the knowledge you'll see this and understand exactly what it is um, well, I'm gonna go, we're gonna go ahead you know give you another good piece of music right now and then we're gonna come back finish off about you know this history and significance and we're gonna dive into something else all right go on to the next piece but we're gonna get to that right now continue on the topic of you know skin um oh by the way let me say this anything that i say on this you know on my podcast i would love for you know anyone's feedback anyone's comments you know all these different things just go to lifeisking.com go to the ask king tab and just you know shoot me a message go straight to me and i always check my messages i you know we can get our dialogue going um through emails and um any information you find, anything you just want to show me, anything you want to let me know, anything that might be, you know, beneficial to put on the show. It's not about, you know, a debate, but more so just us getting to the root of it all and learning these things. 
It's all a, we're all in this together. It's all a journey that we're going on together. You all right? But, um, skin. Systematically, since, you know, before, I honestly, before the transatlantic slavery, once this notion of race. Now, that is a very, very, actually a very, very new thing. Race, racism, the system of racism are very, very new to this, I guess, this uh, civilized society that we're now living in. Um, fairly, fairly much so, more so in the the 1400s is when this notion of, you know, uh, Francis Blumenbach was uh, was one individual who kind of put out this, you know, sense of, you know, the word, these instances of this word of Caucasian and black and white and actually categorizing people with these new terms you know or more so terms that were you know used but gave these old terms new meanings and placed them on a specific ethnic group before this time everyone was actually claimed or i guess where you know belonged to their you know geographical place you were african you were african you were european you were european Asian, you were Asian, so on and so forth. There was no, I'm black and I'm a, you know, a black Asian. I'm a, a, you know, I'm a white this. I'm a, you know, this and that and half of this. And it was none of that. If you were what you were. Now, a lot of this, you know, a lot of this came from, you know, a very, very weird and very, very small minded and absurd um, notion that whites are actually superior now the general general census of everyone knew who the original people were and antiquity everyone knew that blacks were the first to walk this earth um, no matter what your religious beliefs were whatever they are that is what has been shown through historical findings now with saying that they know that you know sun you know blacks and the sun are you, you know, like peas in the pie? We've always been, you know, sun people. That's why our hair is the way it is because of the sun, because we don't need too much sun, you know, getting that sunlight. We, we want all that sun in our, in our skin, in our minds to, you know, go through our brains and just keep us all functioning, giving us that energy and that light. But, um, but the fact of, you know, the majority of the world is, you know, our sun people. The fact that they, uh, being, they being Caucasians, whites, Europeans, whatever you want to call them, um, could stand cold weathers, could actually stand the harsh winters, while blacks weren't, you know, as familiar with those, and we didn't uphold or have the best, you know, health conditions, have the best, you know, reactions to extreme colds. Hence, we must be more superior, we must be greater than the blacks, or this new term of blacks, the Africans. So, they are what they are so we have to do something now we have to show our superiority and then this terrible terrible you know new form of slavery was instituted and before even before that they it was this uh disconnection it was a a, a purposeful disconnection from where they knew they came from because it was always there's always knowing of where the world used to be it was never a new thing it was never something that no one knew 
was uninformed about everyone actually knew in antiquity what was what blacks were extremely significant but there was an actual plan to change that to make that a more european-esque make european way more superior so a lot of you know that's why a lot of different conquerors were happening all these different things were happening so once it came you know jumping all the way up to you know transatlantic slavery that's why all these different things were trying were stripped from you such as your religion your language your skin the telling that your skin is a, a terrible thing a bad thing and it's still implemented even till this day as you you know look at there's actually you know if you really really pay attention to magazines all these different things there has always been you know a push of the lighter skin always 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 and it's damaged our community more than any other and not only just any other but is you know when you look at studies you know it's damaged communities who have you know a various amount of uh, various amount of hues of skin and complexions within their community everyone who is lighter believes that there is some type of value and everyone who is darker believes there is something wrong with them with their complexion being so because european european mindset has been this cancerous paradigm that has drove the world to this madness but i'm here and i'm going to be one of those people who's you know advocating for us to let us know that we are very very beautiful people our black skin our melanin and that's another thing melanin this whole thing about you know this whole melanin trend i'm for it and i'm not for it you know i, I don't i never i never like how you know we always find out new things and you know and might find out this new black thing or whatever you know when it comes to you know certain things and now they become real trendy that's cute melanin popping oh my god here we go and it's like let's really you know let's not be half let's not be you know half with it let's not be halfway in halfway out let's really understand and figure out exactly what this is you over here saying shouting out melanin popping wearing melanin shirts but do we really know what melanin is? You see what I'm saying? That's what I always think about. Instead of it just being something that we can forever just throw on a black picture, you know, a black couple's picture, a, a, a beautiful, you know, dark, dark skinned woman's picture, a beautiful, you know, brown skinned woman's picture. Oh my God, melanin, melanin. Oh my girl, girl, man, melanin. All those different things. Let's really understand and know what it is. Because if we are questioning on these things, people gonna be like, well, I mean, I just, you know, I seen, I just know it's what make us black. We really gotta know. We really gotta be informed and get back to, you know, black intellectualism. We really wanna know more about ourselves and learn and be able to regurgitate that back to anyone who acts, being, you know, people of color and people who aren't of color. Now, after all, you know, the, the historical significance, I believe, you know, that's where the root of misconceptions come from. You know, th that the uh, black is bad and all these different things. Trust and believe. Honey, you are beautiful. I hope you out here listening. I hope the, the specific person who needs to hear this is hearing this. You have dark chocolate skin. Trust and believe. There's nothing wrong with you. If you haven't been able to understand why the world is, you know, so against, you know, darker people, 
you'll understand very shortly. You'll understand with with time. You'll understand exactly why, and you'll see why they come for us more than any other any other ethnic group because we are so strong. Because we are the strongest. Because we are the best at everything we do and try. But this isn't you know this isn't the Black Pride podcast as of you know this isn't the, the topic of Black Pride. <laughs> That's not uh, right now, but I just want everyone to know that there's a deep, deep misconception that, you know, having darker skin is terrible. And in so many different cultures, so many of our, you know, darker cultures and, you know, black, black people all over the world hate this. And it is driving their society nuts. In different parts of, you know, the Caribbean, there's, you know, bleaching products. In different parts of, you know, Africa, there are bleaching products. You know, there's different things. I'm talking about billboards. In America, it really, it, you can also, you know, get certain things. But they're a more, the way they're marketed is a lot different. You know, lightning creams and, you know, seeing as, you know, it's all these different things. And it's, you know, different people going and asking for certain, you know, cosmetic treatments and cosmetic surgeries lighten their skin and um it's really all for the wrong reasons and it's only gonna hurt you it's all all the effects of it really 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 mess you up all it's different you know abrasions on your skin it creates so many different after effects it's terrible love who you are you were made to be exactly what you are and who you are trust and believe that black aesthetic is a beautiful 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 thing and it's the archetype of the natural and the first first people so understand who you are and what you are and the significance of your being and why you look the way you look black bodies everything now there has been you know this strong thing and i'm gonna have a whole nother podcast on you know appropriation because it's so relevant now and it's so crazy now but i feel there's been a lot of psychological damage a lot of psychological damage because of these leading misconceptions you see so much so much and so much and so much but in my own findings in my own research i found a few different things of several different things when it comes to uh specifically i want to talk about just black hair let's get back to black hair one more time um it's crazy Everyone knows, you know, if you, you know, remember those days of, you know, Black History Month in the schools when they talked about, you know, very significant people. One significant woman that I wanted to research was Madam C.J. Walker. Madam C.J. Walker is, you know, seen as one of the first female, no matter of color, no matter what, no matter what ethnicity she, you know, is to become a millionaire. And this is a black woman. And her system was incredible. And it was a system that, honestly, so many businesses are still using today. She was the first Avon. She was the first um, everything. I'm talking about actually going in, training people on how to sell these things, and actually creating this sense of direct marketing of her products. She uh, also was the, one of the you know first to go out there and get this system of... Um, for a domestic household product to sell internationally she sold a lot of her you know she had plans and was selling a lot of her things you know in the caribbean in canada and as well as in europe and uh, in africa selling all of her products to these people so she was a genius genius and i feel that she started a trend 
she started a trend and she showed the world or she gave a glimpse to the world if they were paying attention or not to the power of black hair, the industry that is. And now we jump back to where we are today. And now we have so many things going on with black hair. It's so many black hair products. If you wanted perms, you want relax, you want all these different things. There's a whole industry for it now that is so large that they don't even, they can't even count the exact number. And the interesting thing is, once I um, did the research on, you know, I wanted to see exactly how big it is and who were the benefactors of these. Who who was the person who was gaining the most from this? I assumed that it wasn't, you know, black folks. But I, I wanted to, you know, prove my misconception or prove my assumption, better yet, before I, you know, sat there and threw some things out there. And um, the marketing research firm of Mintel estimated the size of the hair care industry, the black hair care industry, to be $684 million. Sounded kind of small to me. So, you know, I kept, kept digging and kept digging, and, you know, I further found that all these didn't include uh, weaves, extensions, a lot of hair care products that weren't factored into those numbers. So the actual number is actually half a trillion dollars. Yes, $500 billion dollars is the actual industry size industry 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 size of black hair care that is ridiculous they actually compared the industry of black hair care to be double the gross domestic product of Greece so that is ridiculous point blank period that 500 billion dollars in a year is the size of the industry but I do know, you know, black women do get their hair done way more than any other race. Get There's more things to, that can be done to your hair way more than any other race. So there's uh, room for, you know, a different variety of prices and different variety of services. So all those different things included make us so uh, a cash cow when it comes to black hair care. And um, so, you know, I'll, since I was still, you know, looking for different things when it came to, you know, exactly trying to find out who is the benefactors, who are all these people who are out here getting this money from all these different things. First off, a lot of, you know, just like Madam C.J. Walker, there's a lot of, you know, black owned businesses that have, you know, created these different products early on, early on in the years, you know, through the 60s and, and before and all the way up until today. The ones that get to a certain point usually get bought out by big companies. So the major, the major, major, major people who are shaking and moving in the black hair industry are definitely, you know, definitely, you know, there's a few black people, but for the majority are non-black. In fact, um, the Korean community actually owns 60% of the black hair care industry. You know, you see so many different, you know, supply, beauty supply stores, different type of shops. When it comes to the control of, you know, Korean natural hair, control the distribution of that. And all of these things are so, so vital. These are things that, you know, should stay within our community, I believe. I believe, you know, because it's like it's our hair. We're the ones who are doing our hair. We're the ones who are, you know, grooming our own hair and teaching, you know, our children to do the same to their hair and you know just to show their individuality 
you know, and also maintenance and hygiene, all these different things. Look good, keep yourself up, and that is a, a very, very stern culture within. It's a very stern trend within our culture. So, what more is? What what more do we have to do? I feel that we have to go in and we have to own what we need. We have to own all these different things. We have to own what we are putting back, what we use the most of, because we make up so much so much and this is only it's only hair care there's so many things that we actually contribute because we are the largest consumer market within the united states okay now historical i talked about the historical significance a few misconceptions you know the psychological damage because it's so you know so so strong that is a very very strong part that we really need to get together in our community and understand that it, we are damaged way deeper than on the surface level of things. But um, I give everyone a challenge. I think I'm going to try to make this a trend on my podcast, giving everyone an action challenge. I want everyone to really go out and really research and think about some of the things. Think about their certain hairstyle. Try to find the hairstyle they have in their hair right now and try to find something significant about it. I myself, you know, having locks, it's a several, it's several things I can, you know, find or whatever. And just, you know, tweet it, share it, get put it out there because I feel that we have to show the greatness of our people. Show the greatness of our people. Hashtag, you know, king, hashtag life is king, hashtag simply king. So I can just see, you know, exactly what people got to say when it comes to just the black aesthetic. I definitely want to, you know, hear different comments. I definitely want to hear it different things i hope i've you know given some type of share some type of light on certain things and i definitely want to you know keep coming back keep coming back um i plan on um putting out a podcast every every sunday every week um definitely gonna you know plan on for my next one probably to have a special guest you know but it's you know it, it's all depending on you know different schedules and things like that but gonna try gonna keep giving content every every week I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you loved it. And I hope you're going to keep on listening. And I hope we can just, you know, keep this growing. And I definitely want you, you know, the feedback. So, you know, with all, you know, go to go to lifeisking.com. I have a blog there. I have, you know, my Instagram is King's Memoirs. Follow that. Uh, go to all, I have all my different social medias on my website. So, you know, and I have all my different services and things I do and things I'm into. On my website and um so i'm just trying to grow my brand as well as you know show you know we can do this we can do this we can we can come together and we can inform each other and we can grow as a people that's really what my mission is for real for real but i'm glad you listened i want to give another shout out to my boy adrian ford for gracing me with this beautiful beautiful project of music and definitely go check him out produced by Ford.com. Go check out his pieces. Any um, musical artists out there, hit them up. You know, get some collabs going, get some, you know, get some business going because we got to keep the business with us. got to keep people going. And I support, always, always support it, you know, the up and coming because those are the, the best and those are the people who are next up. But to conclude, I want everyone to understand that your black is beautiful. Your black is so, so beautiful. Never let anyone, never let this world, never let society let you tell you that it's any different. 
because I hope I shed light. I hope I continue to shed light on why you are great. Keep seeing yourself as the greatest people who've ever graced this earth, who created, who built pyramids, who've created all the things in this world that we need and use to this day. We've built America. We've made, we continue to make America a better place. But, you know, I guess in a sense of that's really relative, but in a sense, we keep growing and adding to what, quote unquote, makes America so great. But I love my people. I love y'all. I hope y'all continue to listen. And thank you for tuning in and listening to the podcast, the Simply King podcast. Check y'all later.